A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. I'm Chris Paydeck. This is Ross Chanley. And we've got absolutely tons to talk about today. But we are, of course, sponsored and supported by The Athletic, the home of football writing. Uh, you can get your 50% off your yearly subscription. First month is free by visiting theathletic.co.uk forward slash Red Men News. Uh, we've got loads to talk about today. We're going to start with an Athletic article. but there's, And there's no ads. There's no annoying pop-ups and some of the best writers. And we're actually going to start with an article by Oliver Kay today, who is... Is one of their writers, just like James Pierce and Simon Hughes. So this one's really interesting, actually, and it's Oliver Kay. So he's a football writer; he's not club specific as such. And his article is titled "Anyone Can Be Anyone in the Best League in the World," but is that really a cause for celebration? Now, listen, Ross, we could talk about this for for quite a, a, a large proportion of time, but we're not going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to skip down and I'm going to show you a graphic. And for anyone listening to this podcast, I'll read out some of the key points. So there's a graphic uh, that says Premier League points since start of 2019, and the less stated, 26 matches. So since the start of 2019, Liverpool and Manchester City have both garnered 67 points apiece. There is a 20-point gap to Arsenal in third at 47. Now, if you're if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments who you think the fourth person is, unless you've seen the graphic on the screen, <laughs> in which case you'll know that it's Crystal Palace with 44 points. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Crystal Palace, 44. Chelsea, 43. Man United, 40. Leicester and Wolves, 38. Tottenham, 37 with Burnley and West Ham. Where are Everton? 34 I, points. Took me a while to find them. That's crazy, isn't it? But it just shows you how far ahead Liverpool and Manchester City are nowadays, Ross. Yeah, it, what blew my mind was the Crystal Palace thing, but it also shows how far Chelsea United and probably even Arsenal, how far they've, they've dropped off and it's become... Certainly Tottenham. City, oh, Christ, yeah, I didn't think of them. Um, it's gone from a top six, top four to a top two now, hasn't it? And, you know, they're much of a much this and this article talks about anyone that could be anyone is true I think don't really it really concerns Liverpool Manchester City but it also does because City lost to Norwich and I think Newcastle Newcastle as well so it's encouraging for those other teams and I think maybe for the neutral the fact you can watch a game and you can say like you know, anyone's within the chance of winning the game. Not so much us when we're trying to go for a Premier League title. We don't really want to hear I that. Take, yeah, um, but it doesn't matter when you're 67 points clear in, in, in that title. But it is, it is good. It's good respectable for for English football. I, I get that. Um, but it also, like I said, it sums up how far other teams have fallen as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it, why I find this such an interesting article and why I think it's relevant to Liverpool is that I think a, a few years ago teams would turn up with probably the 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 top six, as it were, and just sit and park the bus. And now teams have realised that you may as well go. For 
for, you may as well try and get three points rather than hoping to get one out of the game. And you can see by Crystal Palace there, Roy Hodgson's got a 50% win record for the first time in his career as a manager. <laughs> that doesn't surprise With a Crystal me. Palace side that's not that good. No. He had Liverpool and he got nowhere near that. And he's doing it with the Crystal Palace sides. And I don't know whether this is good for the league or bad for the league or whatever. But what I do know is that before Christmas, we're in Tottenham like five points behind us in the league. They were close to us in City last season. And we've done 30 points on them since the start of 2019. If you chuck in Wolves there as well, they felt that they've got European football on top of that. And I know it's only eight games in this league season, but they're still way above Tottenham, aren't they? That's... They're in trouble. If, that I was, for me. if I was an Everton fan looking at this graphic, right, I'd be going, God, Newcastle are terrible. Oh my God, Newcastle have got one more point than us since the start of 2019. And, and Newcastle that has Steve Bruce as a manager, by the way. And some of those are only so far down because they've only played half the games. Yeah. Less, oh, eight it's games. Dangerous territory. Uh, dangerous territory for the Isle Blues. Anyway, oh, well. enough about them. Um, so, on to some of the uh, more relevant news, I suppose. Liverpool remain a summer transfer option for Phil Coutinho. Now, I first saw this one in the Liverpool Echo, and the Liverpool Echo cited Team Talk. And I went to Team Talk, and Team Talk cited AS. And AS is saying that Liverpool are interested, but they're not. They're saying that Phil Coutinho is probably going to leave Barcelona at the end of the season. So that's where the story ends for me. Liverpool are not saying that he's a summer transfer option. They've even gone back to quotes about Phil Coutinho. If I'll scroll down a little bit and find these quotes, where Jürgen Klopp was talking about him moving to Bayern Munich and said, um, amazing player, we really didn't want to let him go. Barcelona forced us financially. World-class player, a really good transfer for Bayern in the Bundesliga. I thought it was a good fit for both when I first heard about it. It may sound strange, but we didn't have enough money to get him. We'd already spent all the money we got for him. I've already told him in person that Bayern will be a good fit. This isn't Liverpool interested in Phil Coutinho in the summer. This is bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. End. International break, isn't it, Chris? Gotta, it is gotta, the international gotta, break. Got to grab those stories where you can. He's basically clocked the same. He likes the player and being really nice about him. Therefore, someone going, he wants him. Uh, a, 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 he was congratulating on the move to another fucking club. What's <laughs> saying? I'm going to go and buy you in the summer, mate. He's saying Bayern will be a good fit. You'll do really well. I hope you survive 10 years at Bayern Munich. But he's coming to Liverpool next summer. He's coming to Liverpool next summer. So there you go. You heard it. Here. Bye, yeah. Echo. AS team. Yeah, they're here for. No one ever says that. No one's no. ever honest enough to no. say that. I was just going to. Uh, was it Mo Salah's agent who said that they'd talk out of their AS? Yeah. There you go. That's why. That's Pretty all you much. need to know. Pretty much spot on. Uh, some news relative to the game at the weekend. David Haya got injured playing for Spain uh, by taking a goal kick. Eerily familiar, actually, isn't it? When Alisson did almost exactly the same thing. Um, good or bad for Liverpool going into the biggest game in the season? So Psychologically. Good because he's arguably their best player, or he has been in recent years. I'm not sure what's going on now. I think Luke Shaw got it last year, so that's how far they've fallen. Um, but Sergio <laughs> Romero, oh, mate, pride <laughs> comes before the fall. No, okay, doesn't make a difference what I say, does it? But you just know Sergio Romero coming in that. Of course, it does. If it makes a difference, what underwear I wear to games, then it definitely makes a difference when you're spouting off like that. What do you wear to games? No underwear. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, now they come and have a world, he'll fall, fall apart. It, it's good the fact that he, you see he make, how many big saves he makes for them. That will be Paw Patrol pants. Have you got Paw Patrol ones? No, oh, okay. <laughs> me Sorry, you were saying. Me either. Um, Romero might come in and have a world, he might not. But, you know, to chuck, we've, we spoke about chucking, you know, um, Adrian in that game, I think he, he can take it. Romero's not had that much game time as Adrian's had their second choice goalkeeper. To come and throw him in against you know the, the best one three in the league if not Europe, 
you know, it's quite a lot for him to, to take on. And, and even for their back four, they've, you know, they've established a, a relationship with David De Gea as well. You know, they've got two, you know, Maguire and Wan-Bissaka new in at the back as well. Won't have played as Romero, I suppose. Great point. There you go. That's me done. That's me Pete at that point. It was my point. Was no, it? No, it was your point. It was your point. Of course, it was your point. It, it, it is a really interesting point. We did a show on the RevInterview.com before we spoke about it. None of us came up with that one. And that, that's a really great point, is that Romero's going into this game with no idea of how wan and and, and and Harry Maguire are going to be playing. Um, there is also, though, the fear for me, and I think probably people watching right now will get on to the fact that going into United game, my arsehole's like that every single time. And them having a reserve goalkeeper and me remembering every reserve goalkeeper having a worldie against us over the last 25 years. We need to put that to bed, though. There's loads of stuff that's happened to Liverpool the past couple of years, and this is a different machine now, isn't it? And, and, and mentally, like I'm like that for some things, and I think the squad is still like that, but they're not. They're completely different. Like we're one-one against Leicester, and I'm thinking, yeah, that's it done. I'm not this sad. No, 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 I'm not this sad. So let's just. I'd, I'd rather beat a Man United side with the hair in there, so they've got no excuses. To be perfectly honest with you, but it is what it is. I'll take beating them five 0 with Romero in goal as well. Yeah. Joel Matip, injury latest. He's back in training. Ross Chanley. Good. Made up when I saw that yesterday, just after the news. Thanks, Liverpool Football Club. Um, Amazing, yeah. I'd rather have him back in. I've got no problems with James. Do you reckon Liverpool do that? They know that our news show goes <laughs> yeah. live at half 12, so Fuck they just him. put the news out at one o'clock. Yeah. Bastards. How many times has that happened? Uh, made up. I, I want him to start. I've got no issue with Joe Gomez. I've got no issue with Dejan Lovren. Um, I just think he's the best or second best centre-back, obviously, after Virgil van Dijk that we've got at the club. And I think the form that he was in was incredible. I know you said a few times you think he's been better than Virgil for the past six months, maybe a little bit longer. Um, not to say Virgil's done crap, but you want your best players, your best team. Um, as much as my United have got seven or eight players injured, I don't really care. I want the best team out there. No, absolutely. I think it's massive for Liverpool having Joe Gomez, uh, Joel Matip, sorry, available for this fixture. Obviously, he picked up a knock um, prior to the international break, back in training yesterday, uh, and hopefully he will be in the side that takes on and beats Manchester United at the weekend. Um, so more transfer news. Uh, Brighton keen to keep Ben White as Liverpool linked with £20 million bid for the centre-half. He's currently playing his trades over at Leeds United on loan under Marco Bielsa. Um, 22-year-old is Currently on the season on loan with Leeds United, his impressive start to the season with the Yorkshire club has caught the attention of Liverpool. And according to the Brighton and Hove newspaper, the Argus, not to be confused with Argos, Liverpool are willing to pay Brighton £20 million for White. Um, I don't know much about him. I don't watch Leeds. But I'm sure if Liverpool I mean, are interested, he's good. And if they're not interested, he's not for us. Thank you very much. I would dismiss this straight away before, but it it could possibly be a Lovren replacement of suitable sorts because I think Seth Vandenberg is a bit young, isn't he? You've got Joe Gomez in there, Matip and Van Dijk, and you've got someone who's 22, got experience in the Championship, fourth choice, up and coming. It's not that bad of a choice. I don't know how he plays. I'm just thinking in terms of age and where he's at in his career. It's a it's a really interesting one that actually because obviously you've got Gomez who we're all citing as the as the next centre half to partner Joel Matip long term. Joel Matip will have a little bit of something to say about that with the age that he's at and the form that he's in at the moment. Seth Vandenberg, you're right, 17, 18 year old, very young. You've also got Kiana Hoover there as well. And who's the other who's the other young lad um, that we've seen in pre season a couple of times? I like the look of him. I forget his name. Centre half, do you remember? Conor Masterson. No, 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 no. Someone we like. Um, Phillips. Is <laughs> Someone it, is we it, like. Is it, is it yeah. Phillips? Is no, it, no, Nat Phillips? Nat Phillips. Sorry, he, so. He's looked really good in yeah. pre-seasons over the last couple of years as well. But you're right, it's the age, isn't it? That 22 years old makes you think about it. But if Seth Vandenberg or Keanu Hoover are good enough, I actually might dismiss this one. 
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think Keanu, he was possibly going to go to right back, a backup right back. Like we were, I've seen Tommy when we watched him when we went to... Wolves. No, Switzerland. Switzerland. I, I swear to God, like I know I'm being over the top. Like he's like Trent was just in there. I know we were playing Leon. It was a friendly, whatever. But the way, the way that he played, the style that he played, and his passing and the way he got up and down the wing was just like he scored a goal this season as well for us, didn't he? In the cup, in the League Cup, didn't he get a header back stick yeah, as well? Did, yeah. So yeah. and that was him from playing from the right back yeah. as well. Um, on that though, the incumbent Liverpool Trent Alexander Arnold has been um, well. He's, he's now in the Guinness Book of Records, which apparently is still going. Do you remember it was a TV show? Yeah. You should bring that back. It was quality. I don't know how they've survived in the in the age of the internet, to be honest, that they're still selling they a book their, of this. They've got their own record of records and it's got their name in it, that's why they Probably. Uh, so yeah, the Guinness Book of Records, A, is still a thing, and B, Trent Alexander-Arnold is in there. Wow. Uh, most assists by a defender in the Premier League. Obviously, he got 12 assists last season in the Premier League. Uh, I'm sure it was his boy's dream to appear in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, never mind the Champions League winner's medal that he's got, no. but he's there, he's got both, and I'm sure he'll be very, very happy Do about it. Do you think it. that's the breaking point where he gets into the FIFA Pro World 11 next season? Oh, yeah, what did they call the, the, the... Yeah, I think it is. What did they call the Young Player of the Year, like the Golden... Golden boy. boy or something like that. Hopefully that's what you need. You need a Guinness World Record and then you're straight in for the golden boy off the back of that. Dirk Cout has been talking uh, ahead of the Manchester United fixture. and There's some really interesting quotes here. Dutchman told LiverpoolFC.com we were very close to success talking about his 2008-2009 Liverpool side that he was a part of. We just missed the small detail to go one step further that being the Premier League trophy. With the likes of Stevie and Carrero, Mascherano, Torres and many other very good players we just missed a little something. If you see the build up of the team of Klopp you see it progressing every time and it looks now like it's coming to success also in the Premier League. We're a particular team like that only we couldn't go one step further at the time. Hopefully this team will do it because 
in my opinion, this team now on the pitch is even better than ours. And to come from a player who's not that far removed, thought of as a, as a bit of a cult hero around Anfield, and was one of the best Premier League sides that we put together, and a crucial part of that Premier League side, for him to come out and say that. Normally they come out and go, they're not as good as us. Is their couch come out and gone, these are better? I think that's that, that's brilliant to hear. I think the standard's completely different as well, isn't it? And the competition, you've got the fact that last season, obviously, you know, 97 points, and the fact that City and us are just driving each other to a, to a different level, I think that's what it is. And I think also, I think this team will be together for a, a sustained period compared to what, what they were. Obviously, they had like two, maybe two, three years, the core of that team, um, before I think Alonso left first, didn't he? Um, and it, oh, Torres, yeah. Torres, and it, it just, just completely went, but that's the difference is... They saw their careers going somewhere else because they got to that peak and it broke apart. Whereas I don't think this one is. And we've seen two Champions League finals and another title race this season. I think that's what he's kind of getting at. Going, that's how. That's why we're better because it's for a longer period as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, and back over to Liverpool Echo. Then final story. This is one is about Marco Gruich, uh, and he's had some really nice things to say. It's not easy to become a part of the Liverpool squad. I can see myself in the red chip. I have to become more experienced before I can wear it again. I want to improve my physical performance and take my concentration to another level. I want to be ready for Liverpool, so I'll have a chance to get into the team. And why I like this, Ross, is because. He's talking about it like he's a frigging Liverpool player. Yeah. And that's what you want. Like he he knows that he's got to work hard, that he knows that he's got to apply himself and he's got to do well at Hertha Berlin in order to get back. And that's the aim, to get back at Liverpool Football Club. For too long, it's, oh, I'll do well, I might get a move. Yeah. No, you want to get back into this squad. It's the attitude, isn't it, that sums it all up and the fact that he's seen that there's the level at Liverpool and he's gone away on loan so many times and not just the level of football but the standard of the club and where they're at and training facilities and the players that you're with. He wants to be part of that Liverpool football club and the fact that, like you said, he's gone, no, I can still do that but he knows he has to improve and he knows where he has to improve as well. I quite like the fact that he says, I need to be more physical. Well, he's played in the Premier League before and he's not really suited him because he's you know, a bit younger, a bit, a bit more frail. But he knows what he needs to work on to, to get in there. And yeah. he's probably waiting for a chance to get in the seat. We've got a lot of Absolutely. Six, six midfielders, haven't we? So we're going to go into some of the comments now. And if Tom can get me some lined up, I've got one now. And I think I'm, I'm, it's uh, Serge next gen. Would you rather Liverpool win the title or Man U relegation? Come on. Really? This is Liverpool win the title. Yeah. All day, okay. every day. And I'll be honest, I'm not even sure about Man United relegated. To be honest, because then they'll probably win a league and they'll have the success of lifting a trophy again. I just kind of want them 16th every year. I could live with that. You still get to play Manchester United every year and they're probably going to be six points a season off them. That'll really pain them. I don't. I just want them in limbo, doing nothing, not winning anything at all. To like Everton. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want the derbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be yeah, gutted yeah, yeah. have a derby yeah. to look forward to every yeah. season. Something for them to look forward to during the season. Yeah, yeah. six points at United. Yeah. That'll be lovely. Yeah. Them not winning a trophy, but not even having the heartbreak of and the high of coming back up into the league. Yeah. I, could, I could live with that. Yeah. I was winning the title as well, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Go on, Tom. Um, the Athletic article with the graphic, Joey Muddy, speaking about Crystal Palace, says, wouldn't mind them keeping up that form this weekend. They obviously play City. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it just seems so unlikely that City will lose again, doesn't it? But, you know, and I listen, we've given it a large probably over the last sort of week or so, and you'll see the build-up shows will start to filter out on over on the Redmen TV YouTube channel. This game can't be taken for granted, and it won't be taken for granted by the players, will it? You know, this Manchester United game. But when you're talking about City, when you're talking about uh, Crystal Palace against them, they need to lose points now because sometimes they're going to get the players. At some point, they're going to get the players back, and then they'll stop losing points. I think. Yeah, I think between now and January, when they're probably going to go buy somewhere else, or at least Laporte comes back into that side, I think that's 
Liverpool need to capitalise on their missing players. I think Aguero's out injured as well. Mm-hmm. And then they've got all the firepower up front, but you need to make the most of having this. And, you know, now we've got Alisson back and Matic back. We've got most of our players back. So, in terms of rotation and what games that we play, we should be have the better hand on Manchester City. And, that. and the fact that we drew with Manchester United last season at Old Trafford, when we probably should have beat them, because they were dropping left, right and centre, I think it's an extra incentive for Liverpool to actually go, we're just going to dick you this time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a few on De Gea. A few people are a bit sceptical. Uh, City Fisher says to start, whether it's Romero or De Gea, we should be battling them. But then Joey Muddy says, I fully expect to see De Gea start on Sunday. And Trey Walker says, I reckon De Gea will start even if he's 50% fit. This is pure Manchester United. This is what they've done. It was pure Ferguson, actually, wasn't it? It was give you that little bit of hope, like one of their star players was out. And then all of a sudden he'd be starting and you'd be like... Fell for it again, Alex. Damn it. The thing is, though, they're so far removed from what those Ferguson sides are now. You know, De Gea's, like I said before, their best player. You know, it's not easy to get around the rest of them, but you know, the less of a problem to get past the midfield, the static midfield that they've got, the defenders, Kay Hammer is really good. But I believe in our players that create chance after chance after chance. You know, De Gea's only human. You know, we've seen the amount of mistakes that he's made, but he can't save every shot that's going to get fired at him. So whoever's in goal. He's got to get a pepper in. Yeah, and I think there's been a lot of talk about uh, you know Manchester United's XG against, uh, and it's probably I think it's the best. Is in this the when league. they made up their own league? No, it's the best in the league at the moment. The XG against for Manchester United. Okay. And they probably did make up their own league off the back of it because it sounds like something you do when you're really crap and you want to prove that you're better than you are. We've been there. We've done that type of stuff ourselves as Liverpool fans ten years ago. Unfortunately, we just didn't have the analytics to prove it at the time. Um, but what they what you're not accounting for when you when you're looking at the games that they played. I think they you know they caught Chelsea in a good day. It was the first game of the season under Frank Lampard and they scored four goals could've and they probably been, could, should have been, been two 0 down by yeah. half time. To be fair. But also, they've not really played anybody else yet. You know, they've not played Manchester City yet. They've not played Liverpool yet. This XG against thing can quite easily swing in one game. All it takes is for us to have 20 shots against them. And then all of a sudden, the mid-table on the XG against because they've not played some great sides. The problem Manchester United have got and what you can read into the stats about is their XG non-penalties is like 12th in the league. And that's a bit of a concern for Manchester United because they're not creating chances. They've had the most penalties in the league so far. Three or four penalties yeah. or something like that. It's, well, not, it's not too many. I think it? Newcastle only had one shot against them when they scored, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, the other problem is, Man United have a problem of creating chances and actually shooting themselves, which is going to be a big issue. When one of the best, well, I think it's the joint best defence in the league or the best defence in the league. Very interesting. I'm really excited for this game. You got one more comment for us, mate? Yeah. Uh, Joey Muddy again says, I love the ambition of our players out on loan. They genuinely think they can reach the level to play for this Liverpool team with the right mentality. They absolutely can. Yeah, I think so. It's one thing they need to apply themselves as well as back, you know, back the words of what, of what they're saying. We've seen loads of people go out on loan before and either not make it or just kind of be sold. But the fact that he's been out on loan so many times, I don't know whether he, whether he will do or not. And as I said before about the midfielders that we've already got, you know, like likes of James Milner moves on. There's a spot there for him, probably isn't it? unless he decides to go and bring someone in. But you know, he wants to be involved in that, and I, I, I love that. Was he Klopp's first signing? I think he might it was have him, been Klopp's him, first signing. wasn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. So this is a guy that Klopp probably believes in, and the fact that he's still at the football club when he's moved on <laughs> so much deadwood now, I think he just he needed to find himself as a footballer, didn't he, Marco Grujewicz? And hopefully, we are talking about him as a player in the future. But right now, for me, and, and speaking honestly and, and frankly about it. 
He's nowhere near the level of our midfielders, and he needs to get that consistency. He needs the experience of a loan spell, and then maybe to come back in and learn from someone like a Fabinho if he is going to play the six like he's been playing at Berlin. Uh, but there you go. That has been Red Men News. Don't forget to check out the Athletic link in the description, theathletic.co.uk forward slash Red Men News. Fifty percent off your yearly subscription. It really is brilliant. I I read at least one or two articles every single day, not just on Liverpool. Uh, Michael Cox is on there, tactical guy, absolutely superb, and he's done some really great articles over the last week. So check them out. Most importantly, though thank you for your support thank you for watching whether that be live or listening over on a podcast or, or watching after the fact you really are the reason that we're sat here today talking biff about liverpool football club and i love each and every single one of you we'll see you next time Ta-ra. <laughs>